0: Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy.: So um, I'm going to pray, and we're going to be open up, like I said in Jeremiah, uh, verse uh, chapter 32. I'll tell you the verse here in a second. I'm putting 10 minutes on the clock and we're going to go. So Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your word. I thank you that your word is true. And I thank you that you lead us and you grow us and you help us. And we ask for your help today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I've been praying into just things that God's been leading me through about just personal transformation and growing and being strengthened and always looking to be in step with the Lord. And anytime I might get slightly out of alignment with what God is doing or what God is saying, I try to realign myself as quickly as possible to be in the will of God. Being in the will of God is a whole lot better than being out of the will of God. I promise you. And, um, his grace always empowers us for obedience and obedience always unlocks the will of God in our life. And, and so I was reading in, in Jeremiah 32 recently, and, and this just really jumped off, jumped off the page to me. And so Historically what was happening in Jeremiah 32 is God was speaking to Jeremiah and he told him to go buy and purchase this field that was part of the tribe of Benjamin and from his cousin and different things but anyways it was really cool cuz there's lots of difficult stuff and 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 some real hard things are happening at this at that time in Jerusalem and in Israel and the judgment of God is coming upon them because they've been walking in sin for so many years. And so some really bad stuff's happening. They're, they're, they're basically being taken captive uh, into Babylon and by a foreign nation. And what God tells Jeremiah is to go purchase this field. And, and, and it was kind of confusing to Jeremiah because it, it was like destruction was coming and desolation was coming. And, and um, But God says, go buy this field. And and the reason he was saying that is because God was saying, listen, uh, you're, you're, you reap what you sow. And, and the children of Israel and the people of Jerusalem were reaping the consequences of their disobedience. But God wasn't done yet. God wasn't finished yet. God was saying, listen, I still have plans for you and I'm going to give you a second chance. And I still want to sow into your future. So listen, go purchase this field. Um, because long term, I want to grow you, and I want to redeem you, and I want to restore you, and I'm going to bring you back from your captivity. And so it's a real hope-filled thing. And I just want to look at this for a second. So he tells them to buy this field when it seemed like the most illogical time to purchase a field, because the value of the field was probably going to drop big time, and it was probably not a wise decision in the short term to purchase this field And if you look in like verse 18, uh, Jeremiah 32 uh, verse, um, actually, let's start in verse 14. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, take these deeds, take these deeds, the deeds to the field, um, both the purchase deed, which is sealed um, and and the deed, which is open and put them in an earthen vessel uh, that they may last many days. So the deeds, he was saying, buy this, buy this property and put the deeds uh, to the purchase in this earthen vessel because it needs to last. The deed needs to last. Man, I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere with this. The deed needs to last because there's going to be some stuff happen and it's not going to be pretty for a while because you're you're going to reap what you've sown, but yet God is sowing something new. See, the deed is a new seed to a new season after you've reaped the consequences of the old seed from the previous season. The deed is a new seed to a new season. Just stay with me. Um, For thus says, um, verse uh, 15, For thus says uh, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Houses and fields and vineyards, all plural, plural, Houses and fields and vineyards shall be possessed again in this land. What that means is this: If even if you have failed in this season and you have disobeyed God, uh, that your failure is not final. That you can repent and you can receive the mercy and grace of God to sow again, to go again, to to repent and to. to a righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets back up. He gets back up. And you got to get back up. And, and even though, yes, you will reap consequences to disobedience of previous seasons and previous things, that he's telling you that the deed is a seed to sow into the future harvest. And God's saying, you will possess houses and, and fields and vineyards again in this land. Oh, man, it's just so cool. Skip down to verse 17. He, Daniel's praying, or not Daniel, uh, Jeremiah's praying. praying. And he says, oh, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth and by your great power and outstretched arm, there is nothing too hard or too difficult for you. Man, Daniel, I keep saying Daniel, Jeremiah is worshiping God and he's he's saying, God, nothing's too hard for you. You can turn this deed Into something prosperous. You can turn this seed of a deed into a prosperous thing again. And I trust you. Even though right now it looks terrible. And right now we're reaping consequences. But in the middle of the consequences, we are also sowing a confession of the promise to walk in obedience and to walk in truth. It's just a really cool thing. And you you can read the rest of the chapter, It's, it's really good. But skip down now. God answers him, verse 26. See, God, God told him to purchase this. God told him judgment's coming, and it's going to be, captivity's going to happen, and it's going to be some bad stuff. You're going to reap what you've sown as far as consequences. Um, but God says, I'm going re- to restore you, and I'm going to do all this amazing stuff. And Jer- Jeremiah obeyed him and bought the deed to the land. And here's what God said, verse 26. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? So I love what's happening right here is that God, God used the words that Jeremiah prayed. See, Jeremiah prayed and said, nothing's too hard for you. And then God comes back to him and takes Jeremiah's words and brings it back to him, but in the form of a question. It's like a testing, like a testing of a faith. He, he comes in and he, it's almost like he's speaking to Jeremiah saying, did you really mean what you said when you praised me? Did you really mean what you said when you when you worshipped me, when you declared that nothing's too hard for you? Did you really mean that or was that just Fluffy stuff. Did you really mean what you said? There's many times in your life that when you hear the Lord and you walk in obedience and you declare something with faith and thanksgiving and praise, that the Lord will bring that back. He'll bring that back and like test it. Did you really mean what you said? And so your confession, you got to hold fast to your confession. So I love how, how God brings back to Jeremiah the same thing Jeremiah said, but he brought it back in the form of a question Is there Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for me? And of course, Jeremiah's response would be, no, Lord, nothing. Just like I said before, God, nothing's too hard for you. Many Many times when the Lord wants to establish and confirm an answer in our hearts, he'll ask a question. And he's not asking the question because he's confused. He's asking the question to make sure we're not confused. And so he asked the question, is there anything too hard for me? And so uh, that's a question that, that we need to remember. Is there anything too hard And, and you know, for the Lord? Because when the Lord promises something, when the Lord asks you to do something, when the Lord invites you and speaks you and invites you into his will, and like in, in this purchasing the deed, and, and the deed to me is about seed. Hebrews 11 uh, chapter 1 in the Amplified Bible is a really cool, I love what it says in Hebrews 11 1 in the Amplified Bible. It says, now faith is the assurance, the title deed, confirmation of the things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of the things not seen, the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. Man, I love that faith is your title deed. See, when the Lord speaks to you, when you're living in relationship with the Lord and walking in relationship with the Lord you have a hearing heart before him, your heart is yielded before him, you're in relationship with him, and you're listening to what he's saying, you're obeying his word, you're ready to obey, you're excited about obeying him, and and even though maybe there was times where you failed, stumbled, fumbled, bumbled, and there might be consequences and and corrections that, that you're reaping things, or there might be attacks, the enemy might bring a temptation to you, but God will turn every temptation into a test, even though even though the enemy tries to turn every test of faith into a temptation. And, and those two things are true that God will God will turn God can turn every temptation of the enemy into a test of faith so you can pass it and the enemy will try to turn every test of faith into a temptation. And so what you got to do is you got to pass a test. And passing the test is you walk by faith, not by sight. Your faith takes action and you obey the Lord. Your, your faith takes action. You have an applied faith, an activating faith, an acting faith. That is, it's, it's faith that is applied to your life. And as you, as you begin to do this, you have the title deed. So I just wonder what God is promising you and he's asking you to believe him for. He's inviting you to believe him for by like, by like purchasing, taking a title deed. God, I believe you. I believe you over my family. I, I believe you for what you're doing in my family. I believe you for what you're going to do uh, in my life and in my family, in my, in my church family, in my city, in my business. I believe you, God, and I am purchasing by the blood of Jesus and with a hearing heart. I am purchasing with faith the very promise and the title deed of what you're going to do, that houses and fields and vineyards will be possessed in this land again. And Lord, my, my sin in the past and different things I've done in disobedience has opened the door for sometimes destruction and confusion and, 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 the, and attacks from the enemy and, and all that kind of stuff. But Lord, I'm going to stand strong and I'm going to repent and i'm going to come back and i'm going to purchase i'm going to purchase by faith the title deed of your promise and i'm going to believe your word and it may it may not get better for a while things may not change for a while but i've got the title deed i've got the title deed and i'm going to believe you lord that you will bring us back from the confusion and captivity. You will bring us back. And I just i just believe this over my life, over um, me and Sarah and our family, Sarah and I and our family, over our church family, over our city, over our region, that, that listen to the Lord to receive the title deed of what he's promised and hold fast to your confession of faith. And God will bring it to pass because there is nothing too hard for him. And I love when he asked this question back to Jeremiah, is there anything too hard, too difficult for me? And it's like, no, Lord, I got the title deed. I believe you're able. I'm not able, but I believe you're able. And I I have the title deed to it. And I believe it in Jesus' name. So, Father, I thank you that you help us hold fast to our confession of faith. Help us to repent and realign our life with truth. If there's any area where we have missed it. And help us grow. Help us be strong. And help us continue in the faith, God. And help us hold fast to the title deed and not be moved and not get weary in well-doing. Help us not lose heart, God. But we trust you and we trust your word because you have invited us into this partnership with you. And so we just declare the promise of your faith to prevail in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center Podcast connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.